So let's start. So we're up to the Gemara Lama Dalaf from its base. We're up to the Gemara Lama Dalaf from its base. And we're going back to the Mishnah. So if you guys recall the Mishnah, we're discussing a very fundamental Machlaikas, which is Melacha Shitsricha Lagufa. So Melacha Shitsricha Lagufa. Is there a bit of background noise from my window? Or not really? Is there a bit, is there a bit of... No, you would hear me. I'm just wondering if you hear a bit of interference. Okay, just going to close it. Hang on. Yeah, that's great. There's too much of a draft before. Yeah, you heard the noise. Oh, <laughs> that's a draft. Yeah, I think that's why Grandpa's not here. Yeah. Okay. So, the Malacha Shisricha Lugufa is, we know the Malachas are based around all the work which they did in the Mishkan. And the work they did in the Mishkan, the Malacha was there to achieve a specific purpose. And therefore the question is, if I do the same act, but would that be intended purpose? So let's say the Mishnah went through various cases. Um, I'm putting out a fire because I don't want to use up all my oil. The purpose of putting out a fire in the Mishkan was to create charcoal. So therefore, I'm doing the same act of putting out a fire, but not with the intended purpose. So that we saw was a machlokas Rabbi Yehuda, and that we saw was a machlokas Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon. If someone would be over for doing the same act, but without the intended purpose. So the question is, how do we understand Rabbi Yossi? Because Rabbi Yossi said, in all of the cases, he's putting out a fire to save oil. He's putting out a fire to save the lamp. All of these cases, one is exempt. Besides, if he puts out the fire for the wick. And he says, because the wick creates charcoal. So says the Gemara. So Rabbi Yehuda commands, sorry, Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Yaisi commands severely. Who does Rabbi Yaisi hold like? So ik Rabbi Yehuda severely, if he holds like Rabbi Yehuda, that melacha she'ena sericha l'gufa, is chayev, then afilu bahanoch nami l'chayev. Why does Rabbi Yaisi say he's putting out the fire to save the oil? Or he's putting out the fire to save the lamp? Why is he exempt? If Rabbi Yaisi holds like Rabbi Huda, he should be mechoyev. So ve'ik Reb Shimon tzvirile, pesila nami lipote. So if he holds like Reb Shimon, then even the wick he should be exempt, because he's putting out the fire seemingly to save the wick. So the Gemara's question is, Rabbi Yaisi is seemingly neither here nor there, because he exempts in the case where one puts out the fire to save the oil or the lamp, but he says to save the wick, he's mechoyev. The question is, why make that difference? If you hold like Rabbi Huda, that doing the melacha, even though you didn't have the purpose for it, one is mechoyev, then all the other cases, he should be either. So he's putting out the fire to save the oil, or to save the lamp. He should be mechoyev. If he holds like Rabbi Shimon, that only for the intended purpose, then why is he either the melacha, if he's putting out a fire to save the wick. So la'ilam Rabbi Huda So really Rabbi Yaisi does hold like Rabbi Huda. 
Ukusava Rabyasi Saisa Amanas Livnais Bim Kaimai Heva Saisa. So let's just introduce this with an important principle. So there's an important principle with Malachas. Every Malacham has to have a constructive purpose. So therefore, what about the Malachas which are seemingly destroying something? So let's say the Malacha of destroying or the Malacha of tearing. These aren't Malachas for a constructive purpose. Because you're destroying something, you're not creating something. Malacha, by definition, has to be something creative. So there's a general principle, all these Malachas which are destructive, in order one to be either Midoraisa, it doesn't mean it's permitted to do so. But in order to be either Midoraisa, it has to be, you're destroying something for a constructive purpose. So typical example, I'm making a tear in a garment, in order to repair it and sew it differently. If I'm just tearing out of anger, then that act of tearing isn't constructive. One wouldn't be over midoraisa. So so to destroying. I could be destroying, I'm knocking down a house because I want to build a bunch of, a block of flats there. So then there, the destructive part of the malacha is for the sake of something which is constructive. So that's the very broad principle. In order to be mechoyev on a destructive malacha, it has to be for the sake of something constructive. So the question is, what happens when it comes to destroying something? I'm destroying something for the sake of construction, but not in that area where I'm building. So say I'm knocking down a shed. Why am I knocking down that shed? Because I want to use the wood elsewhere. So I'm doing something destructive for the sake of something constructive, but the construction isn't happening in the place where I'm destroying it. There's a difference between knocking down a shed because I want to build a new one there, or knocking down a shed because I want to use the materials elsewhere. In the latter case, I'm doing something um, which is destructive for the sake of construction, but not in that same place. And this is a big question if it would still count as a creative, as a malacha, which one is mechayiv for. So says the Gemara, Ksavar Saisa amenas livnais bim kaimai have saisa. If I'm destroying something for the sake of building in its place, that's considered something which is a malacha, which you would be mechayiv for. Amenas livnais shalai bim kaimai. If you're destroying, if you're destroying something to build elsewhere, Lie have a size, then it isn't a case of a constructive deconstruction to be mechoyeful in terms of Hilchas Shabbos. And therefore, the question is in this case here, all these cases, you're doing something which is destructive and putting out the fire. And therefore, it might be for the sake of something constructive for me because I want to use the oil later on or to use the lamp later on. But if Rabbi Yossi holds, you need to have something destructive to rebuild something in its place. The only malacha which you're going to rebuild in its place is the case of the wick, because the wick is mamish where the fire is. And therefore, in all the other cases, when you're putting out a fire, it's all something which you're destroying for the sake of a benefit which is elsewhere, because the malacha isn't done on the oil, it's not done on the lamp, it's done on the wick. And therefore, the only case where you're destroying something for the sake of building in its place is the wick. And that's why Rabbi Yossi says, really, Malacha 
one is chayev. But only why does he exempt all these cases? Because these cases, it's destructive for the sake of something which isn't bimkaimo. Only the case of wick would be classified as amanashit livnais bimkaimo. You are destroying to build in its place. You may be destroying to build in its place, but you may or may not also want the material. If you knock down a shed to build in its place, would it vary according to whether you want to make use of that wood? You I... want the place, and you may also want the material. So then I think that would be enough to be over, because it's being done for its place. The, the point is, in order to be considered destructive, it has to be in its place, I'm going to rebuild something. You're right, there might be other factors involved. I also want the material, but in principle, you're destroying something to rebuild in the place. In its place. It's an interesting point. I think the Gemara later on is going to go into greater discussions. Here it's just brought in Agav to explain Rebiasi by why he's mechoyev with the case of Wick and all the other cases not. Because the Wick... When you're, when you're putting out the fire to save the wick, that's considered constructive because you're going to use that wick to burn, to light the fire. Okay, so says the Gemara further. So Mefti, Kamalakas Yafinan Luhu Mimishkan. So ask the Gemara, where's the source for all the Malakas? It comes from the Mishkan. Right? All the Malakas were done in the Mishkan, and that's the source for the where we get the paradigm of all the Lamates Malakas. So what happens with the Mishkan? The Mishkan we take apart the Mishkan. That's the act of of so, so you're taking something apart. And where do you rebuild the Mishkan? When we traveled, you take apart the Mishkan in one place and you reconstruct it in the next place. So in which case the Gemara's question is, how could you say that, that we're going to make this difference between taking something apart to rebuild it in its place where one would be Mechoyev or to rebuild it in a different place where one would be exempt? When the whole source of the Malach of the Mishkan, you're taking something apart to rebuild it in a different place. So it says the Gemara, So this is a um, very famous drasha. Seeing as the Pasuk said they would only travel at Piyashem, and therefore, besides the Amenas Livnais bin Dami. In other words, because the travelling was based al piyashem, therefore, because it's al piyashem, so Mark would like this. He's our mashkiach. When someone is travelling directly through Hashem, Hashem is, so to speak, he wherever Hashem tells you to go, that's the place. It's all the same place when you're coming from Hashem's point of view. And that's yeah. right. And that's yeah. So on a simple level of Peshat, the Gemara is telling you that because it was through Hashem, I think they're saying that essentially wherever you rebuild is considered Mekayma, because it's all based around Hashem. 
But Reb Chaim Shmulevitz, he says that the more a person has betachon in Hashem, then the more you realize every situation, it all comes from Hashem. Therefore, that's the betachon which one should have. Which on the surface it sounds interesting. Okay, lovely, I'm traveling because of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but I'm still building in a different place. How does it change it? So that you have to look at something deeper when the whole traveling is going through HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then because it's based around HaKadosh Baruch Hu, place doesn't make a difference. So Rabbi Yechonen Amah, La'aylam Kreb Shimon Really Rabbi Yechonen holds like so Rabbi Yechonen. So really Rabbi Yaisi holds like Rabbi Shimon. So according to Rabbi Shimon, Melacha She'ena Sericha Lagufa is exempt. So in which case, the reason why Rabbi Yaisi exempts, if I'm putting out a fire to save oil or to save the lamp, why would Rabbi Yaisi exempt it? Because saving the oil or saving the lamp isn't, wasn't the intended purpose of the Melacha in the Mishkan. So the problem is, why, if I'm putting out the fire to save the wick, why in that case would Rabbi Yaisi say he's mechayev? Because saving the wick wasn't the purpose of the Mishkan. So, Maishna Pesila, Kedama Rav Hamnun Avi Temer of Adabahava. So, Hachabibsila Shesarich Lavhava Askinon. So, here the case is the wick, you need to singe it a bit in order to get it alight. So, lots of times, wicks, the moment you burn it a drop, then it's much easier to light. And therefore, So even Reb Shimon would agree that it's Sarukh Lugufa because it's intended for the sake of lighting. So the Gemara is saying, you're right, if... So I think, Richard, this is really what, what was bothering you when we did the Gemara originally. Like, what, why would the wick be different? And the Gemara is saying the wick is different because it's a case where by lighting it, it gets lit easier next time. And that's a case of Sarak Lugufa because it isn't just saving the wick as opposed to the other cases. I'm doing it so it should be lit easier next time. So I think that's Pshat. So Amarava Dekanami Tikatani Shu Aisa Pecham for Laikatani Mipnation Nasus Pecham. So Rabbiasis Lashan is if we go back to the Mishnah. So Biyasi Paitabukholan Kutzmina Pisila, so Biyasi exempts with all of them, besides for the wick, Mipnesho Aisapechan, because you create charcoal. So the Lashan Sho Aisapechan, he creates charcoal, Rashi says that's a show of intent. If you'd use a Lashan, Shinasis Pecham, charcoal is made, charcoal is made implies it's more of an agav point. To say sure Aisa Pecham means he's creating charcoal, that shows that's his intent. Might this not be sick Reisha de Nichale, if that's what's happening? Shinasis Pecham. Pecham itself is in the long run useful, and by putting out the candle, inevitably it's made. Right, but I think I think we're midoik because we choose the lush and sure Isa. Sure Isa implies that's his yeah, intent. But even then is what I'm so like even if Narcissus, it should still sort of be forbidden. No, maybe it could be forbidden, but we're we're trying to say that the reason with the why he's lighting the wick 
isn't because he wants to, just wants to save the wick. He wants to make it better next time. And therefore it makes sense to say, why is he mechuv with a wick? Because he's creating charcoal. Because that's his intent. He wants it to be easier next time. So that Lushan shows that we're correct to say, otherwise, why should you say... The implication of this is that if it had said Narcissus, no, it could be, but I think Shur Aisapacham is a very strong indicator that his intent was for the charcoal. If it'll be Shanasis Pacham. Yeah, yeah. Talk about making the charcoal from the wick. I mean, it's not a particularly useful thing. It's not as though you're going to be using it for drawing or anything else. It's a tiny bit of charcoal that may be produced there. Yeah. It lights much easier. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's why we're adding in this new variable. So normally putting out a fire is to create charcoal. But here this case is, even Reb Shimmer would be mighty if he's putting out the fire because he wants it to light easier next time, then yeah. he would be over. So this is the new Chiddush which we're throwing in. So the char- that little bit of charcoal makes it to light, light better. Right, so in itself it has no use other than the fact that it helps the wick to be lit the Be- next time. Yeah. Well, that's its purpose. Yeah, but that, that's considered a constructive purpose of putting something out, putting a fire out. But very good. I think, yes, going back to your point, I think the way Rashi is explaining it, we have two, two different ways to explain the sugya. Either he's holding like Rib Shimon, and Malachas She'ena Sarika Lugufa is, he's exempt, and the question is with Wick, because that's his intention, he wants it to lie easier, or it could be Rabbi Yehud, and Malachas She'ena Sarika Lugufa is Mechoyev, and the Wick he's Mechoyev, even though it's something which is not constructive, it's for the sake of something constructive. So I think all out of the two Lashonis, Shehu Aisa Pecham implies more like the latter. In other words, it's going with Reb Shimon because his intent is to create charcoal. Not charcoal is created and that's a benefit because you're destroying something to reconstruct. I'm not sure if we're being Medoyak that if we'll be Shinnasis Pecham, what would be the case with Reb Shimon? We're more saying out of the two, it sounds like the second answer. That's how I think. So it says the Mishnah Father. So three of various women die at the time of childbirth. They're not careful with Nida. They're not careful with separating Chala. And they're not careful with lighting Shabbos candles. So it says the Gemara. So what's the reason of punishing a woman d- during childbirth for not keeping nidah. So Amr Yitzchak, he kilkala b'chadre bitzna. She was maker with things which involved her insides, her anatomy. L'fichak tilake b'chadre bitzna. Therefore, it means literally, she wasn't careful with the walls of her stomach. Therefore, she's going to be punished with the walls of her stomach. So in which case, says the Gemara, tinach nidah. So in other words, Nidah makes sense. 
there's a sense of midah connected midah. She wasn't careful with nida, which is to do with uh, walls of her stomach. She's punished with birth, which is also to do with the walls of her stomach. But Where's the... What's the connection of Chala and Hadlaka Saneh to death during childbirth? So says the Gemara, So we know the Gemara says a revere stam is the essential life source of a person. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, look, I give you your blood, which you need to live. I'm asking you to be careful over the blood of Nida. So Reishis Karasi Eschem. So I called you Kalali Yisrael Reishis. Al Iske Reishis Hizati Eschem. So if you're called Reishis, then you have to be careful over Chala, which is Reishis, Arusa Seichem. So Neshama Shanasati Bachem Kuriya Neh. The Neshama which I put inside of you is called a Neh. Al Iske Neh Hizati Eschem. I'm giving you mitzvah over candles of Shabbat. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us three things, or which he's holding us, or he's holding the women accountable. He gives you, he gives the dumb, and therefore be careful with dumb nida. He calls us racious, he gives us the significance of the purpose of the world, before racious for Klal Yisrael. therefore be careful with racious Arusa Seichem. He gives us an Neshama, which is light, and therefore be careful about the light. So, uh, Moshe, yeah. Um, so yeah, no, so possibly, yeah. Yeah, that's the ref- Yeah, that's exactly why we're saying. That's why we're we're responsible for chala. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. further we should be all right when we come back after yeah please god yeah so if you keep it very good and if not i would take you on the shama so ask the gemara in other words all these three things is just three things in general we're saying a kaddish baruch has given us blood and he's give, called us racist and he's given us a neshama and if not one is held accountable so Dasan. So then what why at the time of birth all of a sudden these punishments come? So the Gemara's question is the Gemara's explained, look, HaKadosh Baruch has given us done. He's called us racious. He's given us an Ashama, which is so to speak a candle. And therefore we have to, we have three mitzvahs which are equivalent, which we're held accountable. So then what's the connection to giving birth? Why would they die particular? Particularly at the time of giving birth. So Amarava. So the general principle of the Gemara is that whenever there's a time of sakana, then one needs a more for zuchus. And therefore, it could be a person could get away with a lot, but the moment there's sakana, there's always a question of dinner raised in Shemaim. Does this person deserve X, Y, Z? So the moment one is in a sakana, he's more vulnerable. So the Gemara is going to express different ideas. So if you have an ox which has fallen down, everyone sharpens the knife. So instead of thinking how you're going to wrestle this ox and get it down to the floor, the moment it's on the floor, 
that's when you take advantage. So when this woman is in a vulnerable position, she's in danger giving birth, then all of the dinim, that's when she's held accountable. Sabai Ama Tafish Teresa Masa Bakad Mechatrilahava. In other words, let the let the maidservant um pick up many sins. In other words, she's rebelling. And then with one strike, that's it. So therefore this woman she could be accumulating many averas, but she'll be held accountable at one point when she's vulnerable. So Ma'ukfam, this is, again it's very interesting this. So Rehagra, so the shepherd is lame, the Izi Rahatun, and the the sheeps they're all running about. In other words, the moment they get in the pen or into their living place, even if the shepherd is lame, then they've they got nowhere to go. And then the shepherd will give if he needs to hit them or tell them off. They're in. They're there where he wants it to. So also a similar example: a person could be going his whole life doing averus. The moment he's in a vulnerable position, that's when he get hit. And that's the idea. The shepherd could be lame. Outside, he can't touch the sheep. He can't catch them. The moment they go into one spot, then he's able to get them. Also, oh, I missed out a line. Sorry, of Chizama Shavke Leravye Dominavshe Nafa. I missed out a line. So Rebchizah says, leave out a drunk person because he'll just fall by himself. Now there's a person is drunk, he's going to fall by himself. So therefore a woman who's in childbirth, there doesn't even need to be anything external. It will just be childbirth, will chas v'shalom kill her off. So let's go back forward a few lines. So Papa Amma, above Chanvasa, Nefeshi Achi Umarachmi. So when the shop is open, then the shopkeeper has many friends. So In other words, when, but when you're in a bad position, then you all of a sudden, all of the friends and so to speak go away. So also here, so at the time of child's birth, her muzzle is going down, and at the time when her muzzle goes down, she's more susceptible for din. So as the Gavri Hei So in which case it sounds very unfair for the women. The women, they have this vulnerable time when they give birth, and that's when they'll held to be, that's when they'll be going to be held accountable for any, anything that goes wrong. It could be they've been doing stuff which is wrong their entire life, but being in a vulnerable position creates it. So what would be the equivalent for men? Because we're also responsible for stuff. When would, is there any particular times when we'll be held accountable? At the time of going over a narrow bridge, which could be dangerous, ask the Gemara Geshe Vesulai, are you saying only a bridge? So says the Gemara Eima Ke'en Geshe, so like a bridge. In other words, any case where a person is at risk, that's when all the dinim would be raised against him. So Rav Lai Ava Bamavra de Yosef Bey Akam. So Rav wouldn't go on the, on the ship. Where they were going on that. Oma Dilma Mifkad lay Dina Ale, Umatfisna Bahadeim. So Ralph says, if I'm going with Gaim, it could be many of them don't have Zechusim. And therefore, ship could be a dangerous, vulnerable position. So Din could be raised against the Gaim. And then I'm going to be caught up in a situation where there's judgment should the ship make it or not. And therefore, he didn't want to get caught up in that.
Yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah. Well, there was the opposite. There was the opposite. It was the, they were suffering because of the Jew. So yeah, Sh- I was thinking that. Yeah. So Shmuel like other Elba to Akum. Shmuel would only go specifically on the ship where there is Gaya. He says again, each nation has their own different Anhaga, and therefore there's less of a chance to have a Kitrug against different nations. And therefore there's lots of um, advocating multiculturalism. If there's lots of different types of people, each one has their own, so to speak, Sa or Malak above, and therefore the chance of all, all of them having a Din is less. And therefore he held you, he was less vulnerable with going with Gaim. Serbianai Badak for Ava. Serbianai, whenever he would cross a bridge, sorry, a ship, he would, also, he would always check that the ship was safe. So he wasn't just relying on the sailors, he personally would check the ship to make sure there's no holes. Serbianai letame da'ama la'aylam aliyamad adam b'makam sakana. Laima sha'ayasin nayne. So a person should never put himself in a dangerous place, and say, look, a miracle will happen to save me. Shema maybe they won't do a miracle for him. Even if a miracle would be done for him, it would detract from his zuchosim. And therefore, don't put yourself in a dangerous position, because A, don't rely on a nace, and even if a nace does happen, it detracts from his zuchosim. So Yaakov, he was worried when he went to face Esav that that maybe he's used up a lot of Zuchusim with how much HaKadosh Baruch looked after him with Lavan and therefore he wouldn't have the amount of Zuchusim to save himself with Esav. So on a windy day he wouldn't go between the palm trees because there's possibilities they would collapse on him, or he would get damaged, and therefore he said, stay away. A person should always ask not to get sick. If he would get ill, then already a person needs more for zuchus. So it says, so this is talking about creating a fence. So creating a fence, why do we have to create a fence on the roof? Because someone might fall down. So, marker. Marker, yeah, very good. So it says a lotion of mimenu. In other words, we say mimenu lahaviraya. It's from him to bring a proof. And therefore, in a, in a shas sakana, then one needs more zuchusim. So mimenu. So when this person would fall from the roof, so I'm not sure what the significance of But we're saying if Reuven has a roof, he has to create a fence. Why should he create a fence? Why should he create a fence? So someone shouldn't fall down. But we use the Lashon off. We don't say, you know, maybe an Adam will fall down. We'd say the fallen one will fall. So you're calling him even before he's fallen down, the fallen one. Sharei Lainafal, he hasn't yet fallen. Farkas of Koronaifa, the Pasuk calls him the fallen one. 
אלא שמגלגלן זוכרס על ידי זכאי, וחייב על ידי חייב. In other words, really, this person who fell down from the roof, he should have died. That's why we're calling him Hanaifa, he's fallen, even before he's fallen, because that's been set in stones, that was in my sobriety he was supposed to fall down. But in which case we cause his death through someone who didn't keep the mitzvah. So the person who didn't keep the mitzvah, he's held responsible. It isn't shut well, he was destined to fall, I've done nothing wrong. No, you're responsible. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes it that if someone isn't fulfilling the Torah, he would have the responsibility of killing someone, even though this person who, was, who died was supposed to have died in the first place. But nevertheless, it would come about through a way which the person would be responsible because he wasn't keeping the mitzvahs. And the poor lady walking out the lake. The poor lady, aye. So says the Gemara, Tan Rabbanan. If someone is on his deathbed, his father, we say to him, confess. Yeah. So anyone who's about to die, one says, Vidu. So Rashi brings down, this is a very famous example of Achan. Achan was the one who Yeshua says when they fought Yericha not to have any benefit from any of the booty or the spoils of war. Achan took some, and he was mechoy of Misa. Because Achan took some, Klal Yisrael lost the next war in Ai. So Achan, he, the Gemara in Sanhedrin says, it wasn't just he took from the booty, he was over many different Averas, but because he confessed, he was able to save himself from punishment and go into Ganeida. And therefore, whenever a person is dying, he should confess. So Adam Yaitzelashuk, a person goes into a marketplace. So in those days, um, so Rashi says, in those days there were many arguments. You got all the litigants, you got the Jews, the non-Jews, they're all fighting. You owe me this amount of money, you owe me that amount of money. It was a place of violence. And therefore going into a marketplace isn't like nowadays where it's a peaceful experience. You could be get caught up in a massive fist fight. So when a person goes into a marketplace, it's as if you've been given over to the Roman police to take you to the court. In other words, be careful and and have your zuchusim. If he has a headache, so then it should be as if he's as if he's been put in chains. So Allah Lamita, if he's bedridden for Nafam, Ye Daima Bainov Kamay Shahelola Gadam Litan. It should be as if he's gone up to this court to be judged, it's a Roman court. Shakala Aila Lagadan Litan. If you go Lagadum, if you go to this court to get judged, Imyeshlo um Praklitan Gadilim, Nitzal, if you have a very good lawyer, you get saved. Fimlav Aina Nitzam. So in other words, if a person is bedridden, then he needs someone who's going to defend him. So what's the defense of a person? So stand as a defense for a person. Even if you have 999 malachim, so to speak, saying he's guilty, 
One Malach is saying this person has a Zuchus. Then Nitzel he would be safe. Malach Melis Echad Mini Elef. It'll be one Malach out of a thousand the Hagad La Adam Yeshaviachanenu to say this person is straight and to be favoured. Vayama Padema Reda Shachas he'll be redeemed from going to the depths. So Rabbi Lazar Ben Nachshon Rabbi Yosi Aglili Aimer. That's from uh, that's from isn't that from Shlokat Boris Kaparot? Maybe yeah. Yeah. Safin. Yeah, even if you have this one malach who's saying 999 bad things, one saying is a he'll be saved. One advocates out for thousand. So, three of various women die when giving birth. Rabbi Lazar, I mean, Nashim Meisos yelled, um, Women die when they're young. So we saw the concept. Either they die when they give birth, because that's when they're more vulnerable. Rabbi Lazar is saying these are various causes, causes a person, causes the women to die, even whilst they're young. So Rabbi Acha Amar, So Ba'avan Shemechabsis Saya Beneim B'Shabbos. So the Avera, for washing the excrement of their kids on Shabbos. So many times they want to clean up the mess, but by cleaning up the mess, they're over Malacha Shabbos. So that's something which is an Avera to be careful with. They refer to the Arna Kaidesh as just a cupboard. So at that time it was something which was a prevalent custom. Instead of referring to the Arna Kaidesh and giving it the respect it deserved, they'd refer to it just as a Covered. And that was a tremendous Avera. So Tanya Rabbi Yishmael ben Elazar Ayomer. So Ba'avan Shnei Tavarim Amei Haratzos Mesim. So two Averis Amei Haratzim die for. Ashakarin La'arna Kaidesh Arna. So they refer to the Arna Kaidesh as a cupboard. So Ashakarin Beisak Neses Beis Am. They refer to the Beisak Neses as just something which is a gathering place. So it's just a social party. So demeaning the Beisach Nessus in that way, that's what people die for. So Tanya, yeah. yeah. Just an interesting point, just talking about closing Bata Midrashim. Someone was telling me last night that we're all experiencing, we're all desperate for the Minyan. We'll do anything to have Minyanim back. But really Minyan is only taking the place of the Beisach Megdash. All the tefillahs is centered around the Karbanas. The main resting place of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the base of Migdash. So the, the, what we're feeling now, we feel the lack of a minion. In the minion, we should be feeling the lack of the base of Migdash. Because the minion is only a very poor substitute for the base of Migdash. So it's an interesting take on everything that's going on. There are three, three ways which our women are checked for um, for death, for Amrila Shlosha Divkemis, all three ways which death attaches themselves. So Nita Vachala Vadlakasanem. So Chazukrebel, Elazar Vachazukrebonam. So in other words, the version which says they die, that's like the Rabbanon which say they died during childbirth. Whereas the Lashon of, um, which means attach, which means it's bringing closer, that means it's referring to Rebel Lazar which says they die young. 
So the halachas of hektus, trumas, and maestras, they're the most fundamental part of the Torah, for nimtsru la'ame ha'aretz. But nevertheless, the Torah gives it over to an amaretz. In other words, although we have Demai Rashi says, but in general, in terms of hektus, trumas, and maestras, we do trust everyone that they do things properly. Even though, what's to stop someone from walking into a house, sitting down on the chair, and this chair is something which this person made hectish. And this person is having benefit from hectish. Or going to someone's house, he's giving him food, and really he's giving him truma, or fruit which truma hasn't been taken from. So even though there's tremendous problems which could come out of these things, there's a tremendous ability to cause others to sin, nevertheless the Torah trusts, gave over trust to everyone to do things properly. So, yes, in other words, Rashi also has with Hektish, there's always problems. What happens if someone was Muktish, his chair, and then he decides to change his mind? So he doesn't know the halacha that you can't change your mind. Once it's Hektish, that's it. But nevertheless, we aren't Chayshish. If we were to be Chayshish, then there'll be, we wouldn't know what to do. Because wherever you go near, there's always a Chashash. Well, Moshe, with Hektish, can't you do Chidol? Right, you could, but it could be there's room for mistake for mistakes. This person, I mucked the shit. Now I changed my mind. And remember the bit which we're going to see the big problem with hectish is Michael will hit them. So the big problem with hectish is that's a vow. It's just something which you say. How many people say something and they're not? You know what? I'm not going to keep to it. This is the next Gemara. There's a lot of in terms of hectish that just by words you've designated it, and that's why it could be also why. People will be more casual with it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so Tanya Reb Nasan So with the because of the Avera of, of Nedarim, Mesa Isha Shel Adam, the wife of a person dies. Shnamem Ein Nachal Shalem. If you have nothing to pay, Lama Yikav Mishkavcha Mitachtecha. So why should Mishkavcha? We're translating it to mean your wife from instead of you. In other words, the pasuk is saying if you don't pay your Nidharim which you've made, or your donations to Hektish. So Rashi says it's specifically Eilais Vekdeshais. So a person promised to give an Eila, or he said, I'm giving something to Hektish. Then why should one's wife be taken instead of it? So Rabbi Aimeh, so Bavai Nidharim, for the sin of Nidharim, Banemesim Kashen Ketanim, a person's children die young, don't use your mouth to cause your flesh to... What, Moshe? Yeah. Very good. Yeah. He don't say it in front of the Malach was a mistake, or I didn't have enough. In other words, when you made the donation initially, you never intended for it, or and therefore I'm not paying. Um, Why should HaKadosh Baruch get angry over your voice and destroy your your handiwork? 
The handiwork of a person is a person's young children. And therefore, we see on the other... Until they grow up, they're chattels. They don't have an independent existence. Right, yeah. Otherwise, it says... Yeah, it's only because they're so young. You're right, that's why they don't have their own independent status. But wives... So wives is a tricky case. So others say that she was also held guilty for Chattel. other stuff. Wives travel. You acquire them with a link. Ah, yes. Julian, yeah. is your missus on this morning? Why is your hair standing behind my show and rolling for? was my fault I kitted it out with a gift list. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'll just say the partial stuff the Sugi is because she's also respons she also did bad stuff. So again it's a similar concept to the Sugi before. That sometimes if Din is is raised, then automatically more vulnerable position. But I'm not sure how yeah, so as in mean, the if she's also she's also uh, done a virus, but why? Um, <laughs> so why? Should, nonetheless, I mean, they should they're equally responsible for themselves. Then. Right, but it could um, be not every other. It's loss. It's true that it's a loss for him, obviously, but it's not the full punishment in some mm. sense. Yeah, let me. I think if I have the Gemara Kesubah, so the Masha here refers us to the Gemara in Kesubah. So let me just. Can I have a cup of That's the continuation of what we read just before in Kailat. No, I'm not sure. He doesn't really address it. I'm not sure. It's always one of those Gemaras which is uh, an interesting Gemara. Yeah, check the Benish Chai. Okay.
So the Ben Yaitel, I don't know, interesting. He says, he says, what's um, what's the midah connected midah? So he says, Lachin Thomas Ishtai Shanasas Ishtai Bedibur. So in other words, his wife dies because his she became his wife through speech. So according to him, if you're saying speech is meaningless, then this woman isn't your wife. And therefore you should really be separated from her. Yeah, I guess that explains that explains why that's the nature of his punishment. <laughs> explain yeah, so maybe why you, it's her punishment. So maybe you need both. In other words, it could be she she was also deserving of something, and therefore the moment there's a nader, then it sparked on it's it's brought about that judgment on both of them. Same idea of vulnerability, right? But not yeah. a physical one. This is a spiritual vulnerability. Yeah, no, that's def- that's what the Gemara was saying before. That if yeah. one puts oneself in a compromised position, then yeah, yeah, interesting. I don't. Um, they, I didn't have this full discussion. My wife was listening to someone, and they were saying Shema Mitzvah, Layeda Davara. So if someone's doing a Chesed at the time of Corona, then they'll be saved. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, but there's also the, the Gemara takes into account, let's say, with Shmuel Hanavi, when he was told to anoint David, he said to. He said to HaKadosh Baruch how could I anoint David? Shal was very jealous of David. He'll kill me. So he gave him a whole pretext to go to Yisha. It shouldn't be obvious that he was going to anoint him. But the big question is, Shema Mitzvah Lahieda Davara. HaKadosh Baruch himself is telling Shmuel, go. Why should he be worried? That means when there's more of a chance of vulnerability, the more careful one has to be. So I'm not sure if it's quite correct to say, at this time, one should do chesed and say shema mitzvah la'yeda davara because dafka when there's more for kitrug when there's more danger then one has to be more careful. I don't know. So tan rabbanim. So bavayn nedarim banim meisim at the averaf nedarim sons that divrei belazib reb shimon was Rabbi Yehuda Aimer ba'avayn betul tara. So for the averaf betul tara then. Children die. So Bishlam Milamanda Amaba Avanidarim. So if you say the Averaf Nidarim, Kadaman, we just went through Al Titim Picha Lach Diasbasaracha. Ala Lamanda Amabavan Bitotara Micra. So why according if you say Baavan Bitotara, what would be the Pasuk? The Khasivla Shav Hikesi Espanechem Musalai Lakho. So Lashav means it was almost pointless that your children were taking were taken from a person, and they didn't take Musa. In other words, the Pasuk is saying, it's almost rhetorical. Is it? Is it L'shavi Kesi? Was it for, was it pointless? It was Musa L'Lekachu, one never took the Musa of Torah, and therefore that's why a person's children died. According to the Mandama who says, for the Avera of Nadarim, Nami Mehach is also learnt from this Pasuk. Because it says l'shav hikesias benechem, so l'shav means it was pointless, or l'shav which means almost uh, waste. Al iske shav. So we use the lashon of shavua shav, something which was pointless. 
So Rashi says, you lied with your Nadarim, which is like a Shavuah Shav. A Shavuah Shav is a pointless nadir. You're using HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name to say, this is a Gemara. Or you're using something which is... And that's a Shavuah Shav, which a nadir is similar to. So Mechti, Rabbi Huda Hanasi, Haina Rebbe. So we said, um, Rabbi Lazar Shimon says, it's the Avera from the Dharam. Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi says, Ba'avayim Bittel Torah. So ask the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, Haina Rebbe, Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi is Rebbe. And the Rebbe Ba'avayim Nidharim Ka'ama. Rebbe previously says that the children die because of Nidharim. So we had the Gemara before, Rebbe Aimeh, Ba'avayim Nidharim Banim Mesim. Rebbe also says, Ba'avayim Bittel Torah. Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi says, was Ba'avayim Bittel Torah. So what does he hold? Yeah. Got to drop off. Okay. Yeah, see you Great seeing you. So, so says the Gemara, After he heard from Rabbi Lazar Shimon, then he retracted to the Avainaf Nadarim. So, There's an argument, One man's Amma says, For the Averof Mezuzah, a person's child dies. And one person says, for the Avon of Bittu Torah. So what's the argument? So we just say in Shema, So there you're talking about having a long life. What's the, what do we say after that? And therefore we see long life is associated with Mezuzah. And the opposite, if one isn't careful with mezuzah, one doesn't have long life. Whereas the laman da'ama ba'avon bitl Torah, the one who adds, even for bitl Torah, says, laman yibu yimeichem is going on not only on mezuzah, but also v'limadatem aisam, which is Torah. And therefore the question is, to what extent do you take laman yibu? Is it just going directly onto mezuzah, which is directly afterwards, or extending even into limit Torah? So again, let's just finish off. Um, it's just the four, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you. So, So, Bishlam The one who says it's a mezuzah, and then it says So, directly before leman is mezuzah. So the one who says for the Averov sits, it's one is punished. What's the reason? So I'm Rav Nikim. On your corners, one finds the blood of innocent souls. In other words, the corners is always sits. It's al kamfei big if you say that various mezuzah, it's also found from here. I didn't find you in the in the in the tunnels. They made their opens like a tunnels. So the same way as a tunnel doesn't have a mezuzah, also their doors didn't have a mezuzah. So Amar Amar Rishlakish Jeffrey quoted this gemara at the Siemashas. So Kala Zarbid sits, it's anyone who's careful for sitsits. Zaikum is Sham Shinai base Alafim Vakes Meas Avadim. Tooth he gets two thousand eight hundred servants. 
שנאמר קיים השם צבחס, בימים ההמה שיחזיקו עשרה נשים מכל לשונס הגויים בכנף אש יהודי. So when Mashiach comes, there's going to be ten people from each of the seventy nations holding on to one corner. So there's seventy nations, and ten people from each nation is holding on to a corner. So ten times seventy is seven hundred, four times seventy is two thousand eight hundred. And therefore, so to speak, one's going to have two thousand eight hundred servants, because the mitzvah says. Yes, we call it a day here.